um, Beans or Brit Baron. I was like, wait, what do I call you? Beans. Beans. Yeah. Um, this is like round two of trailer cast for us. We've talked about racism before, also a super pertinent <laughs> conversation. Right. Um, but this is maybe more about something you've created personally. And mm. this is worth it. Yes. <laughs> wow. So give us a little on who you are, what's come into the world recently because of you. Uh, my name is Britt Barron, like you said, but everyone calls me Beans, so feel free to, for now on, call me that. <clears throat> and I am an author, which is fun to say. I know. <laughs> this is like <clears throat> my first book worth it is coming out. It's what we're going to talk about today, but it's like wild because you write it and you're like, I'm an author? Question mark? Question mark? Exactly. <laughs> and then it's like, now I have the book. It's in my hand. I'm like, I am legitimately an author. It's an actual <sighs> title that I'm not just making up. Um, so author and then speaker. I do anti-racism training. I do, I talk about mm -hmm. life and I've been a pastor both professionally and not for <laughs> lots of years. And can you, let's break that down for a second. Cause people are like, wait, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, my friend Corey, he always says, no one gives you the title of pastor. You just earn it. Um, mm. and so Corey. I know what a guy. And so I think there's, there's something to that, right? Like, yeah, you have, I like to, I mm -hmm. like to believe mm -hmm. I have pastoral energy and that energy shows up, whether that is my profession and an official job title or not. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's energy I want to bring into the world and, and have brought into the world. So yep. to that, and I'm married to, as you know, the best person on the planet. That is the absolute truth. It That's is, the God's honest it truth, is right? Literally the truth. Like, and I'm not, I don't even care, like, who, like, friends I've had since childhood no. call to see how Sammy's doing. Like, and it's because mm -hmm. she's, like, just incredible. So, and she is. Yeah. She's, she, yeah. I mean, I could, I could probably put a professional actual stamp on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's just a, like, light and she is. She's breath perfect. and love. And That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah who you are who you're becoming all of it uh, will you tell me what it was like the actual writing process because that um sidebar side conversation i'm in the like halfway through writing oh, right now heck yes and it's daunting yeah and emotional yeah what what <clears throat> changed in you through this process mm-hmm yeah, I, it was fascinating. I feel like I experienced a lot of different things through the writing process. So, I mean, first, it, I, I didn't think I was this kind of person, but I ended up having to, not having to, I just did. I, I wrote from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. became my writing schedule. Damn, girl. Because that wasn't my initial plan. Because at the time when I was writing this book, I didn't have, um, I'll say this in a way that doesn't sound like I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have as many professional obligations at the time. <laughs> and so, so like, could I have written 
<laughs> from like eight to noon or from one to four. Like I, I probably could have like made that in time in my schedule, but like the day, like the day just starts and people need you mm -hmm. and people need your brain space. And so I started to feel so stuck and then found that like 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. My mind was open even mm -hmm. for memories to come back for stories, for ideas, for, for connections. Like it was just, it was, it had not yet been altered by the day. And totally. And that was just something that I learned of like, oh, so maybe that's a space even when I'm not writing that I might <laughs> need to just keep figuring out life. Um, mm. And then I had that's to good. take like um, something a friend told me who has written a book, multiple books. <clears throat> she was like, you're not writing a book. You're writing a shitty first draft mm. and know that and take all the pressure off of like, does this make sense? Cause I ne you know, never once went back and read anything I wrote until I was done. Yep. Um, yep. which is the best advice I'd ever give any human ever. So then just saying like, okay, I'm not, this doesn't have to be, I'm just, just get it down. Just like do it. And then you can yep. go, and then you have all the time in the world to go back and say, uh, wow, I told this story three times. I didn't realize it. And you know, like, I, uh, whatever. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it was, it made me feel connected to my story in a, I don't want to say a more human way, but it, I tried to write this book, right? A lot of it's about, you know, this, a lot of it's about my story of growing with the church yeah. and coming out and, and having to make these decisions. Um, but my goal was to write that in a way that was like more universal of like, everyone has those decisions to make. They, they might look different. Like you might not be a closeted megachurch pastor, right? <laughs> but you probably have like something in your life that you want to do or live or become, and you're afraid that it yes. will disrupt the people around you. So you don't do it. And in trying to like write that way, it, it did make me feel more connected of like, man, my story that I've lived is just my way of experiencing the humanity that we're all experiencing. And that felt 100%. super, that felt so special. Yep. Yeah, there's a like a globalization, right? As I realized that my story is bigger than I realized in a sense, because we're all connected to it, that almost like influences in like the localization of how I then experience that story now that I know I'm, I'm not totally alone in it. Yeah, yes, exactly. And even how we get yeah. to interact with people who, mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't know anything about their story or you haven't been through that specific thing, it's like, do we have the ability to say like, oh, as you're telling this story, I feel scared. And, and I know what that feels like because I, I'm in touch with the time I felt scared. Like it's, yes. you know, and yeah. So. And that does, that we're not taking away. As I think sometimes people are afraid that that takes away from the story. And it's like, no, we're adding to it. Mm -hmm. When we can put those things side by side, put them all there on the table together. It's like this little potluck of our experiences. Yeah. And it's like, oh, whoa, you too? Yeah. I mean, but it definitely made me go a little out of control. Like I told Sammy, I was like, <laughs> if you can make it through me writing this book, you deserve a prize. <laughs> and now I'm like, if you can make it through me releasing this book. <laughs> 
tell me what the prize is going to be. I, uh, I <laughs> let's, mean, let's, I, let's get this recorded so that way Sammy can know yeah. what's coming. All <laughs> of the, all of the royalties, all of the book money is just it's hers. You it's just hers. It's whatever it's everything you want. For whatever you want. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's you know because you're going it. through this, you're going through yeah. these things, and then you're, and then you also have the filter of like. Not only am I am I rehashing these stories in my own life, but now I'm rehashing them, and then I'm adding a layer of wondering if anyone else is going to read that, and then what when they read them, what are they going to feel, and then is that what I want them to feel, and then is that, and I mean, you're just like sweet, totally sweet people who love writers. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> special place in heaven. Truly, yeah. No, beans. It's um, it's beautiful. You sent me over the. Uh, what do we say? Virtual copy, um, the online option, uh-huh. and my hard copy is coming in the mail this month. And to watch, like I've, I know some of the stories. I've heard you speak on big stages and small stages, and at our dining room table, and in the trailer <laughs> at the beach, yes. and like in your jacuzzi, and like right, like, like we've been able to see and sit in all these different spaces and and get glimpses. But to watch you produce a a whole thing feels exceptionally powerful and exceptionally precious uh, that we would get to hold that all in one space rather than in like this sermon here or from this or from there. Mm -hmm. And it's just, man, it's just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Not surprising because it's you, but um, just, yeah. Beautiful, a beautiful shaking. Yeah. I know it feels, it's, it's, it feels good to have that too. Like this, this, part of my life this this moment this season to say here are some of the stories that got me here and here's where i'm moving since and and to have that all be in one place it it feels yeah it feels really good yes okay should we talk about chapter seven okay Okay. (laughs) (laughs) um we had like some beautiful opportunity for intersection before the story was written and a series of yeses and a series of noes. Ironically, maybe we like even play with those threads yeah. of your life, my life, Jesse's life, Sammy's life, and how that all comes forward in chapter seven. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so for those of you who don't know this, which is probably most people listening, um, Elise, or as I know her, Couchy. Uh, was our so it's funny that you say like before the story was written it really our life intersected as the story was very much developing um Mm -hmm. and we had the opportunity to sammy and i both separately and together sit on elisa's couch um in a therapeutic way and and have you truly walk us through Mm -hmm. this this season this moment this entire time Mm -hmm. of like you know, I remember sitting in there like, do I have what it takes? Am I going to always be afraid? Am I ever going to figure this out? And um, at the, Mm. you know, we'll get, we, you know, talk more about it because it's just like, I love it so much. But at the, at the end of that, um, I shouldn't say the end of it, but once we, we came out and we realized this is what we wanted and and you are the only person we could think of that we wanted to, marry us at our wedding and and say those words and since you had been there through the whole journey 
walking us across that sort of next threshold delta mm -hmm. right and you you know we asked you in your your office sitting on your couch if you would <laughs> and of, of course you said yes and i don't think maybe any of us at that point knew what that would mean for <laughs> us we didn't know All what it would mean for you we didn't know what it would mean for <laughs> jesse for literally your entire family for you know eden my yeah. favorite um, yeah, <laughs> about favorites but eden um, We're allowed. yeah i know right <laughs> so perfect um yeah so and and that's so that's the background and and your life watching your life shift was was one of several lot lives that were very close to us that mm -hmm. were extremely shaken up by the ripples of us deciding to move into who we were and be true to who mm -hmm. we were and say yes to love and say yes to freedom and and say no to, to that fear and in that was extremely uncomfortable and you know it's that's part of what I, I write about in that chapter is I like being the person who stands up for someone. I'm happy to make a sacrifice so that someone I love can win. I'm happy to stand in the gap for someone. I'm happy to do that. But when someone does that for me, I, it is so deeply uncomfortable, like so deeply uncomfortable <sighs> to watch someone you love lose because they want you to win is like, it's oh my gosh like no one can prepare for how hard that is and, and mm. we we watch that over and over and over you know mm. That's, okay so it's interesting that to hear you say lose right because we're on this side of things now and it's like win <laughs> right. it's all win because the, the truth and when things get shooken up and that is revealed that is always a win mm -hmm. no matter how hard it is or what might be air quotes lost yeah. it is the most beautiful reckoning. Mm -hmm. It's like, I had a glimpse of that then, but I like without a shadow of a doubt could stand on that now. Yeah, I know. And, it, and it's funny to be talking to you now. So just for context, one of the things I write about in this, in um, chapter seven is, so you, you know, we're in your room, your, your office, mm -hmm. we're crying, we ask you to marry us. And you're like, yes. And we're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're getting married. Everything's so perfect. Um, and then you say <laughs> yes. And then you you marry us you say some of the most beautiful words mm. like people still talk about our ceremony they're like what even happened i'm like i don't know <laughs> like it was i don't even know and one of the most i'll say that your wedding was one of the most spiritual experiences of my entire life yeah same yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, like you really did have to be there <laughs> and through like a wild fluke like the person who was supposed to record the ceremony like did it and i think it was because it was just too it was too special like it needs Couldn't to be a moment captured. that i only like remember and um so okay and interject at any time because i'm telling the story about you i like so hearing it so you know i was a pastor and i grew up in the church and that was like a very foundational thing sammy grew up in the church too we have all this church thing and that was a big part of like us hesitating to leave because that meant you know we would no longer be um, welcome in that space that we had come to love so much. And so mm -hmm. um, then you 
were married to someone who was also a pastor, also grew up mm-hmm. in the church. You also mm-hmm. grew up in the church. Like you were in it. We were all in it. And just yes, like, we were. Glee, like blissfully and delightfully, like you do our, <laughs> you decide to marry us and we're so happy. And, and we, you know, at least in my vision, I was like, wow. Yeah. This is amazing. So yes. What? This is like just bliss upon bliss. Bliss on bliss. And, and, and even, I mean, it's, it's funny to say that because even up until then, some really, um, hard things happen, but in terms of like true you marrying us and us, you know, being married, and so yes. so then we like you enter into the space with us in this blissful space, but then it it became less blissful <laughs> <laughs> pretty quickly, almost immediately uh, as soon as it was public. Yes. And that is like the shaking, right? When we realize that maybe things aren't as we thought they mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. The- and it, it was so emotional for me, even, even writing these stories because, okay, long story short, that began the ripple that led to Jesse no longer being a pastor at the church. Not only the church where mm-hmm. he worked, the church he grew up in, mm-hmm. interned at, like his whole life was like pointing to like, didn't he major in like pastor pastoring? Yes. yeah I'm like yes. you know it's like yes. his whole life pointed to this thing and so it felt so traumatic that because this is what it felt like from our end like we had asked you to participate in something and because you said yes and now your family is changing now his job is like now you're having painful conversations with friends you've had for years like this is just what that season mm-hmm. felt like us for us it felt like mm-hmm. we dropped a boulder into still water and we were just watching everything shake and move mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so we we saw that and we knew that and we were in conversations with you and so many conversations i'm sure that we don't even so know many. about though that you're <laughs> having with other people and so you find yourself in this place where we're like you know, what did we do? Like, what did we do to your family? Mm. Um, and then at the same time, when I wrote the book, it, it wasn't like official, official, but at the same time, mm. like we had, I remember drinks one time and Jesse was like, mm-hmm. I, ha- I had always dreamt of being a firefighter, but felt like pastor yes. was my only gig. And like, yes. now I'm going to chase that firefighter. I have chills. I'm like, dude, beans. And then now he's a freaking firefighter. Like, that's insane. Like, yeah. and you think, again, it's like you have this context of like, I'm ruining this person's life by shaking up this still water. Like I am fundamentally ruining their family's life. Like I'm, I am, I am destroying it. And then to hear someone be like, man, if it wasn't for that, I would, you would still be a pastor now. That's right. It, and that's like where I think like ruining is such a, like a perfect way to look at it though. Right. It's like, yeah. That was the, it, in the most beautiful ruining because mm. it, it had to be ruined in order for us to be free yeah. in order, to, right? And so literally we are the last, he hits the floor this coming week for the, his first oh my ever gosh. shift. And it's the, from our, my, you know, maybe and I think he would have his own story in this. And I, I think in you alluded to that and you say that in your book really well, that, you know, there was we all have our own space and, mm-hmm. and how we're affected by the ripple or the boulder or whatever. And, um, if you felt like you were like the boulder that I felt like I was like cannonballing right in there after that boulder, like, Oh yeah. Like I'm not mm-hmm. disillusioned, but where I stand or sit or where I am in this. And, um, it 
became clarity. And I think that sometimes we are afraid of what will happen and what the results are, the ripple or what, ha- what, what will happen. But it all becomes so clear, even if it's painfully clear. And yeah. so wherever we find ourselves on our own precipice of what's about to happen, if I unleash this or tell somebody or open up or come out, you know, walk out of the closet, mm-hmm. um, literally, metaphorically, even as an ally, you know, wherever you find yourself mm-hmm. on that continuum, that that what is so beautiful is how concrete and clear it all becomes. And man, that's worth the price of admission. Yeah, I know. Even even now thinking about it, it's so like my in that in that chapter, I talk about you guys. I talk about our, our friends. I talk about my parents. My parents lost mm-hmm. my parents lost friends they had had for decades ever. Yeah. Um, and yet they yeah. would say man, that, this, this is one of the best things that's ever happened to us. We feel awake. We feel alive. We feel, oh yeah. you know, we're not on autopilot. And yeah. And so, yep. yeah. yes. And when you think you're, yes. you're throwing, I don't know. It's like, what I felt like was like, I was throwing a boulder into still water and it was going to flip over everyone's boats. But in reality, it's like, you get to be part of a boulder I will mm-hmm. like push people who were actually desperately trying to get to shore, but like they didn't know. That's right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and yeah, so you're like, okay, wow, actually, actually me pursuing this and, and people in my life who have pushed me similarly, like they're actually trying to push me more towards where mm-hmm. I need to be. Cause being stuck, mm-hmm. like, it's like, I had this vision of like peaceful floating when really I'm like, people were stuck <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, you need waves. You, you need that. And one of the the harder things is you kind of said this before we started our like official part of the interview (laughs) there were also people who were like nope i'm dropping anchor and correct um and you know yes and that's muscling like yeah so you have these stories of people who have have moved with those those waves and those ripples and 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 moved with us and allowed us to be moved by their waves and ripples um And then you have relationships. And, and I think this is why most of us fear um, mm-hmm. change and we fear pursuing mm-hmm. our own freedom and, and our own sort of way in the world is because we we assume that there might people who, be people who don't come with us. Um, totally. And that is factually true, right? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's not the worst part. Like, I think that we, <laughs> right? It's like, it's because even that's eliminating. Yeah. To be like, oh, I did not see that coming yeah how that would shake i didn't see that yeah and you and this is what i i say so many times in the book i'm like life is factually difficult if you are a human being it will be hard um and part of that though is you get to choose what kind of hard it is that's right. So if you want to live your life trying to keep the waters for yourself and everyone else still, that is a task. That is difficult. Mm-hmm. That is hard work. It is hard work. And if you want to be the person that says, I need to become who I am and I need to do that outside of the expectations that you have of me mm-hmm. is hard work, right? It That's is right. hard. That's right. One of those, in my opinion, is worth it. Because one of those mm-hmm. you walk out saying, I am more of me. I am, I feel connected. I feel free. I am, I am working towards healing 
transformation, wholeness, and, and that's, that's my hard work. And the other one says, I am, I am grasping at something that is not mm-hmm. attainable and not real. And that is also hard. So if you're looking for the easy way out, it's none of the options, right? You're just, you're looking for the work that's going to, right, yeah. be the yes. best. Yes, yes. And that I, what I like about that um, example is that it's, you can quickly identify where you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. The, um, and I, I, at some point I need to convince Jesse to let me interview him. But when you explained, you said awake and alive in regards to your parents, mm. I have maybe not ever seen my husband so free mm. and awake and alive and who he is and what happens when you just keep going with what is in front of you without pausing to consider if this is really what you want and I think that this like I think of it as inheritance in some way like, mm. so there's this thing that you're being given job legacy reputation whatever and at some point we're trying to decide like if that is yours and if it is you mm-hmm. or if it is just something that I have been given but have I ever said I want that that is mine that is for me yeah. and there's that conflict and that and that question and thankfully there was an interruption that allowed Jesse to ask and answer some very crucial questions and to I've known Jesse since I was a kid like preteen <laughs> and so to now see him and look over and be like that's my husband. Like that man is alive mm-hmm. over there. It's just, I cannot. It is just the best thing I've ever seen. So thank you for allowing the truth and beauty of your love to set so many people free on their own course of what really needed to happen. It was, it's a the most beautiful, most beautiful catalyst. Uh. Well, maybe I'll do a trailer cast takeover and I'll interview you and Jesse. <laughs> oh my gosh, Beans, put it on the calendar. And Sammy has to be there too. Oh my gosh, she we has would... to be everywhere. That's just so. Oh, that's such a Wouldn't freaking that be fun? idea. No, that would be so much okay. fun. Okay, I'll bring the trailer down to the beach for that. Okay, done. Hi, you guys. Elise here, your podcast host for TrailerCast podcast. And I just want to take a quick moment to let you know that TrailerCast is also available on Patreon. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a special community for creatives. And it is a way to support the people that are behind the microphone or um, on the Zoom call or, or doing these things called podcasts. So if you have um, been affected by TrailerCast and feel like contributing to the show and the making of the show, um, I'd be grateful. So if you are interested, you can check out trailercast.com or search us on Patreon. Thanks, guys. Something you said that's so interesting is this idea that, that I've been thinking about a lot, too, is because we, we like, champion change so much. Um, and... and what I was talking with a friend the other day and I was like, people love to see you grow until they are directly impacted by your growth. (laughs) Like people love to see it until it, until it hits home. Right. Like, and, and we, we, we do this as humans. We're like, Oh my gosh, my kid 
was born and now they're crawling now they're walking now they're running now get your driver's license now go to college now find someone now settle down now get married now never change again like it's like we, totally we just now be I, this i am i am comfortable with this and so if you could stay just like this forever in that what you're talking about like that inheritance that idea it's mm -hmm. like we have those come from all over like we have big societal ones of, of this is how we need to do we have our our family structure and system we have these these personal ideals and so that messaging comes from all over of like this is how you live this is the expectations yes. on you and most of the time they're not real and we just did um this morning uh, a training we did a an anti-racism mm -hmm. training one of the things we were talking about, which I think is true for any system, any functioning system, I think this is true for white supremacy, this is true for the church, this is true for most of our family systems that we come from. Systems require believers, they only require believers, they don't require thinkers. So you only have to be a believer, you don't have to be a thinker. And, and mm -hmm. so many of us fall into these lives and these ideals by just believing yeah. in that system and not thinking through, like you said about Jesse, like, what do I actually want? And what do I, wait, like, who am I? Where am I? You know, Truly, like, yes. How long have I been asleep? Like, um, but that's what, you know, that's what happens when yep. you yep. enter a, any kind of system. That's right. But what about the believers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, it's it um that idea is scary i think for for people that are in systems because then there's a fear of what will be dismantled and taken away if we begin to ask questions that about the system mm -hmm. and so we don't and we just stay silent and complicit and um yeah to think is a very dangerous thing when you are in a place that depends on your believing yeah it is and 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 to the answer of what will be taken away everything everything um, yeah ab absolutely mm -hmm. i uh i i get a lot of messages that truly break my heart um mm -hmm. of like how can i how can i come out to my family without them disowning me how can i how can i you know do this without and i every time you you can't um i know there's not a magic script there's not a magic anything um yeah. you will disappoint people people respond yeah. out of their own hurts people will i mean and there's that just is there's not a there's not a way around that but i think you know the question that we need to ask is knowing that those relationships have that fragility to them mm -hmm. is that something we want to enable and right to allow and right and that's tough right? right 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 the similarly when i have that in my office or in my workspace at all it's like um they can't see you right they can't see you when you're closeted and they surely can't see you when you come out to them and if they're disappointed then like there's this but we put all of our eggs as if they see that's true yeah that they see us better than we see us and so when you lose, you're not lo you. You gain you for maybe the first time yeah. that this is, this is 
me unhindered, unbridled by who you think I need to be in order to be a part of the system. Yeah. And some of that I think comes from like evangelical baggage. Like I have so much evangelical baggage, Mm but you know, one of the things that kind of happens when you grow up in church is, is you, you're told that um, God loves you and that God loves you unconditionally. However, that's only true if a person of authority like can corroborate the story. Yeah, you know, like how you know that is by like someone like agreeing with you, right? So there's this reality like that. If you grew up in that kind of system, then then the reason we become so so dependent and desperate for for someone to corroborate the story of our worthiness is because that's right. That's that's how we're we're meant to understand it. That's how we've we've mm-hmm. become to understand it. Of like God loves me and but it's not about whether or not I feel that. It's about whether or not people cooperate that story with me. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. entering into a place where it's like I'm I'm going I'm saying this is true because I because I know it's true. That's right. That's very different. Right? Yes, like, that it's is just, very it's different. like you have to yes. get to a place where you're like it's not about someone cooperating the story like do you believe right. it do you feel it do you know it to be true does it ache in your bones like that's what makes it true it's not someone else being able to to cooperate your story that and that i know that in my bones yeah like that like that it is so much less confusing when I think about what I know because of what I've experienced and what is in, what is beyond my intellect, but what is in like the, the ancient knowing. Yeah. I'm like, I recognize that, that, that experience, that spirit, that's that thing. Right. And so whether we, whatever, what do we call that God or otherwise, there is something beyond a shadow of a doubt that I know I can't not know it. Mm-hmm. And that when that gets confused in a system, I think is when we leave what we know for what, they know. Yeah. And then there's like, right. And it's like this swirling sense of, well, if I don't know that, then what do I know? And we leave what, what was already true. That's deep. (laughs) 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 It is like, and what I love about that framing too, is like we, most of the things, whether it's like your, what, whatever area of your life you're, you're wanting this freedom or you're, or you're wanting to, to be known. It's like you, at some point you did, you know, yes. at some point you did. And, and, and that's, that's powerful. You know, like at some point yes. as a kid on a playground, you were like, what? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I am yeah. this. I'm a beautiful black queen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't even need to tell me. Exactly. Like, you know, that yeah. and, and the, the yeah. messaging we get and then, so much of it is just undoing that and and someone i was on a podcast and they were asking um about my current like faith journey you know what's it like now you know is it do you still have you know a faith journey and i was like every do you have one i was like everything about my my spirituality my faith journey whatever you want to call it every single thing about it is is so much less fragile and I love it. Like <laughs> it changes every day. It expands every day. It's different every day. But mm-hmm. but it's, I mean, it's solid as a rock. In that, yep. I'm not afraid that I'm gonna look under a rock or, or look behind a curtain and and it's gonna dismantle this whole thing because I'm realizing this can be as big as it needs to be. Like if 
That's right. I'll charge That's a crystal right. in the full moon. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know if I do anything. <laughs> like we, the, the whole thing is expanded and, and the, the fragility of it is gone. And I think I've, I feared that for so long because my, I felt so secure. Um, yes. But it, but I wasn't. <laughs> Well, because you at before it was secure because you were in, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and he's, it was very secure was, when you're on the it, inside. It's secure and it's fragile though. Like you, mm-hmm. you're in, oh, but yeah. you're like, yeah. I can't read that book, or I can't do yoga, or I can't, you know, I can't totally do these things right. because it will dismantle this. And now it's like, oh, well, this, this, there's no fragility to this thing, you know? Yes. Yes. Mm. Um, where do you want people to go and find more of your work? Like I, there's, I can, there's a couple of your like sermons from new Abbey that have like, I think I texted you once I was trying to like be a person who goes to the gym and I was on the treadmill (laughs) and I stopped walking and didn't realize that that wasn't to keep on going, ate it. And it was the sermon that you were talking about when you went um, back east and that you were holding the little small image of the Colosseum. Oh, uh, uh. and okay. So I'm just going to leave it there. That's it. That's it. And blindness. And how do you really hold it or see or know a thing? And I stopped and I'm like, all right, I need to text beans right now because I literally feel like I am being undone within 24 hour fitness as I face plant. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So... those sermons but obviously your book where do you want people to visit you yeah you can you can find me at britbaron.com and find all the things so um the book worth it it's out july 21st um it'll also be on audible in case you like the way this voice sounds and you want to just like hear (laughs) so much of it telling stories from my life and it's so much better when the author reads it Oh, oh my gosh, I know. I know why, why sometimes authors don't, because it is, that was a task. That was a, I I don't doubt that. Because there's someone in the studio with you just saying, like, I'll be like, and it wasn't until I was eight, or I'm like, I'm sorry, was not. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like, it's like, they're correcting every single word you say, like. Like, I wrote this. I know. It wasn't. And then I wrote like some, like tongue twisters. Like, not intentionally, but I'm like, why would I write? So anyways, it's me reading it. So, um, and so good. Uh, I have, uh, out right now, I have an understanding racism um, guide and mm-hmm. a course that launches today, actually. So um, it's a guide, but it has like an hour of video of me walking you through it. Um, oh, come on. Yeah. So what? That's awesome. We're going through your guide right now. Oh, amazing. So it's, it's tonight. It's yeah. tonight. There it is. <laughs> so now there's the courses. Yeah. Love it. And um, yeah. And then New Abbey has uh, all this, like, I've, I've preached uh, maybe a million sermons and they're all on there. It's so the truth. If you want to yeah. shock me, you can do it a lot on the mm. internet. Yes. And New Abbey, for anybody that is a safe place to go to church. It is, I think it might be the only place that we have gone to church since leaving church. So yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful Mm -hmm. place, especially if you're Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what that looks like for you. Yes. That'd be a fantastic place to start. Yep. I agree. So what's, what's next? This is you have your racism courses coming out. You've got speaking, you've got this book also COVID's happening, but like, what's like, what's, 
what's the biggest and best thing that's coming next? I, I mean, like work, I mean, I have a thousand dreams and things we're working on. Um, so something I'm excited about actually that work is going to come out next month, maybe, um, question mark. So the, some of the feedback already I've gotten from the book, just from people who have gotten, um, advanced reading copies, uh, are sort of this, the, their first experience reading like a lesbian love story or, um, and having access to that. And so, uh, we're working on right now, just, uh, like a course, it's going to be a video course that I'll do on how to be an ally. Um, just for folks who are like, what are terms? What's the difference between gender and sexuality? How, how can I show up for the trans community? How can I, mm-hmm. um, live open how can i sort of stay up to date and what does it look like to be an ally uh so that's something really exciting i'm working on and actually i feel like you'll really appreciate this idea that i have because it's really crazy it doesn't make any sense but so um, i already love it yes my friend laura who you know yeah she's got kids she's my oldest friend we've been friends since we were 10 and uh her oldest son is like legitimately one of my best friends he has an ipad that he can text on he only has two numbers in it yeah i'm one of them you know so like sometimes i'll get like a facetime at 5 a.m of him saying i'm not allowed to wake up my parents yet um totally it's really so he he facetimed me a couple weeks ago and he was like um my mom said you made a book but that it's for grown-ups like would you make a book for me and so i was like oh, oh i'm gonna just cry <laughs> yeah so i was like of course and i was like i'm just gonna like write something for him and then i was like man I'm going to write a children's book. You a hundred percent are writing a children's yeah. book. That is. Yeah. The, the, um, Rob Bell, right? Like, so I like in big magic, and Elizabeth yeah. Gilbert and how that all comes. It's like, like there's sometimes we get something, this creative idea, this thing, and then maybe it started as worth it. Right. Maybe it's just a response to your life. Uh-huh. You're just living your life as this beautiful human. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I wrote this book. And then what that book is becoming is a children's book. Like yeah. what the heck? Like, Oh, and maybe it'll become this. And to watch watch it go from object to subject. It's not a book, it's life. It's a, it's something that is going to continue to take so many different forms because it has to be in the world in the way that people can understand it regardless of who they are. Right. So, and that's the thing where it's ugh. like, you know, I don't have kids or honestly have a ton of interactions with kids, which is the funniest part about it. But I'm like, I think the, the messaging of which, which is what I hope people get out of when they read worth it is it's okay to be scared and everyone's yes. scared. And that shouldn't stop you from doing the thing mm-hmm. you believe in. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm like, oh, kids need that, you know. Yeah. So I, I think you're you're right. Worth it. This whole journey of of writing the book and and everything has. Yeah. It's just about. It's reminded me of of just taking the next step, right? And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it will become what it becomes, and and evolve and grow and I hope it changes and I hope 10 years from now I I giggle at some of the things in there because you know I don't know yeah yeah right because that's that's growth and evolution and how we better right I'm like if 10 years (laughs) around like every single word still true that's it black and white right then what yeah yeah so good let's love seeing you I know this is the best (laughs) Okay, so people can follow up with Britt at our website, mm-hmm. brittbaron.com. Yeah. And on the interwebs and on Instagram, 
and you can learn all about Beans and Sammy um, in the book, which is worth it. Yes. In every sense of the word. Exactly. And um, Mm -hmm. my wife, who is also the most perfect person, is also the most talented person. So the cover of the book is very beautiful because she designed it. And so this is the one time where I will tell people, please judge this book by the cover. (laughs) (laughs) She did. She shot it. It's amazing. I love it. I love all the yellow. I love it all. Uh, She did well, as always. Well, okay. I can't wait for our couple episode. Um, Ditto. So let's, I'm, what I, I'm really going to see if we can put that on the calendar. (laughs) Okay, great. Cause it's going to be so much fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, um, I recognize just the sacredness of what this space is. The fact that we get to spend time together whenever you're listening to this episode, either right away when they come out or months, maybe even years afterwards. And so as always, I just invite you and the openness to which you're listening to these conversations. And I am curious about what they incite or inspire within you. Um, Today's conversation is just, I mean, it's just radical that we're on this side of the timeline in regards to both of our lives and how they've intersected and, and what it has meant to be able to witness, um, to really witness beings be in her like, true form in every room and just, <laughs> just own it. And so it's, it's a, it's a joy. And it, you know, sometimes being the therapist feels like motherhood in some ways where you just feel so much pride when your kid nails it, you know, and, and that's something that I feel this immense sense of joy and pride at being able to kind of like quietly clap from the sidelines as I watch someone take on the world with such just beautiful tenacity. It's amazing. So I'm just... I'm just honored to bring you this conversation today and I would love to know what you think. We can always check out more in our trailer cast community, follow up with B and see what she's doing. Um, And then just know that I I guess what I want to invite you to participate in this week specifically is, is where in your life have you felt like I just can't let other people know this thing about me and what happens if they did, if they truly knew and whether that is a part of your story or a part of your identity or a part of your faith system, whatever that is, you know, I think that there is a, I know, goodness gracious, I know that there is risk in being known. And, you know, when Beans and I wrapped up our call, I said something that I I just feel like I'm going to need to say it again here for you to hear too, is I just wish that people knew how good it could get. And that's the truth of these last three years, is I wish that people could know how good it could get and is and continues to be. And so while there is risk, reward is so freaking full-hearted and free and totally ours. And so I just, I want to hear through some of the things that you're timid about risking and to consider the great reward of what it means to live free, to be who you are, to love who you love, to stand with the people that you stand with. And 
gosh, just to, just to be free of the roles that we find ourselves in that can be so limiting, the roles and the systems and the things that keep us well-behaved and that keep us polite and, like being said, believing rather than thinking. And so this is an ongoing invitation to continue to consider what you already know and what has always been true, good, and beautiful. You can stamp that yourself. Thank you for listening to TrailerCast with Elise Snipes. Visit TrailerCast.com to listen to all of our recorded episodes, sign up for Patreon to offer support for the show and get access to group sessions, extra bonus episodes and content, and our private Instagram account where we continue to grow the TrailerCast community. Follow Elise on Instagram at EliseSnipes underscore collective and learn more about her work at EliseSnipes.com. Lastly, we'd love for you to take a moment and review the show on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Cheers and see you next time.